Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves. Feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. Hello everyone, Charles Watts here. Welcome to another edition of Inside Arsenal. It's a match day edition of Inside Arsenal, of course. Arsenal taking on Lons later on this evening in France in their second group stage game of this season's Champions League. So lots to get to stuck into. Today we'll look at what Mikel Arteta has had to say eventually when talking to the press yesterday, get into that story, which was all pretty dramatic. Uh, pretty soon we'll go through some team news, look at predicted 11, Um couple of questions and comments for you guys as well to get involved with. So let's get started, shall we? And let's look ahead to tonight's game, the big one, Champions League night. Once again, Arsenal's first away game in this competition, of course, is 2017. They'll be looking to build on that really impressive win they had against PSV on match day one. They're playing alongside who are not in the best of form. It's um, it's safe to say well, they haven't started the season in the best of fashion after a fantastic season last season when they pushed PSG all the way in League One for the title. Uh, but they started poorly this year. They have picked up recently, got a really good 1-1 draw away in Sevilla in the first round with the first group stage game. And they've won two in a row in France in the league as well. So they are beginning to find some form right now. And um, Arsenal will need to be aware of that when they go tonight and kick off in what is going to be one hell of a hostile atmosphere. The Lons fans are pretty mad and this is their first Champions League game for about 20 years, and there's lots of excitement about it. So it's going to be quite an intense atmosphere, I would say, later on tonight. Mikel Arteta is well aware of that. He was talking um, about how they have got on. Now, <laughs> I don't know if you saw this story, but Mikel Arteta and William Saliba were due to host a press conference in France yesterday about 6pm. Arsenal had their training session at London Colney. They were due to fly out around 4.15 to France from Luton Airport head straight over there and Mikel and Saliba were going to go straight to the press conference at about 6pm but it didn't quite work out like that Arsenal were delayed by five hours so the press conference was cancelled Mikel did do something Saliba did do something with the media who were over there as well but by phone 
So there was no actual press conference. They had a bit of a phone call because Arsenal was stuck at Luton Airport for five hours. They didn't take off until just gone nine o'clock. They didn't get to Lons until about half past ten at night. It's all because of really stormy conditions around Luton Airport, which basically grounded the plane. They weren't allowed to take off. They were supposed to take off about 4.30. They took off about 9.30. So a five-hour delay. Obviously not ideal the night before a Champions League game. Um, you know, they got to France about 10.30. Probably didn't get to the hotel, I imagine, till midnight maybe or something like that. So definitely disruptive ahead of such a big game. Hopefully it's not going to have too much of an impact. But Mikel was talking to the media, as I said, via phone. And it's what he had to say about Lons. He said, I was really impressed with what they did last year. Um, it's incredible to finish in that position and the way they did it, the form they had at home. This season, they've been really unlucky with some results. I don't know how they don't have more points. So we expect a huge battle tomorrow. We are more than aware of it. They are a really good side and we have a huge test ahead of us. And I do think Arsenal have got a huge test. It's like I've been really, really surprised looking in my comments on these videos and on um, on Twitter or social media. Uh, people seem to think this is just an easy game for Arsenal, that they're just going to rock up and win. It's like, this is Champions League. This is an away game in the Champions League. This is not easy at all. And it's like, I'm, I've been talking about, I'll talk about Thomas Party in a minute, but we, you know, I was saying yesterday, you know, do Arsenal risk playing Thomas Party yesterday? And I saw so many replies saying, look, it's Lons. It's, you know, it's a free, it, it, we're, we're going to win whatever happens. We can play the... You can change 11 players and we'll win this game. It's like, are you mad? It doesn't work like that. This is a Champions League game. Yes, they've had a bad start to the season, but this is the Champions League game away from home. It is not easy. You don't go and win every single Champions League away game. It just doesn't matter who you're playing, what league they're in. It's just a completely different thing. So this is not a pushover by any means. This is going to be a really difficult game under an unbelievably hostile atmosphere for Arsenal. And they're going to have to be really, really professional and get the job done. They can't just walk in rock up to the pitch and think this is going to be an absolute breeze because trust me, it will not be. It's going to be very, very difficult. You go to the Europa League games that Arsenal had away from home. You know, they didn't win all of them. They didn't cruise for all of them. It's just hard going to Europe. Doesn't matter who you're playing. It's difficult. And so you just got to get the results, you know, get three draws away from home, win your home games. That's fine. But you, I mean, anyone expecting this just to be an absolute breeze for Arsenal, I think you're going to be sorely mistaken a little bit later when the game gets underway. Um, OK, let's quickly talk about Thomas Party, shall we? Uh, we saw yesterday he's back in training, which is really, really great news. I reported last week that he was hoping to be fit for Manchester City. That was his target. He's obviously even further ahead of schedule than that. He has travelled to France with the squad for this game. Mikel was talking to the media about him yesterday. He said he's been progressing really well in the last two weeks. He managed to train the last two or three days with the team. That's great news for us, obviously. He's progressing and has been really good in the past week. He's a big player and we know what he brings to the team. So that's really good news. I'll just bring up a couple of comments that people have sent in in response to yesterday's video when I was talking about Thomas Party and his return to training. And I was saying, you know, maybe the best thing to do, the sensible thing to do is leave him at London Colney this week while everyone flies to France. Just you know, really focus on that Manchester City game, making sure he's fully fit and ready to go. And as you can see, there's been very different opinions today. I picked out two, but there was plenty more um, comments from you guys on this. But I picked out two just to show the sort of split opinion. Got one from Dave there. who says, I'd absolutely take him. There's no fitness like match fitness, even if it's just half or 20 minutes. It'd be detrimental to throw him in the City game with a full sense of readiness like we did last season. Uh, and then Smithy underneath, underneath says, taking party to France is pointless leave him back at home. And yeah, as I said, plenty of you are in this. You've got probably 50% saying take him, 50% saying leave him. I can understand both 
arguments. As I said yesterday, I was kind of looking at it thinking, yeah, maybe leave him for Manchester City. But then I can absolutely see the uh, argument that Dave here brings up and plenty of others brought up as well. It's like, well, do you want to get some match minutes into him ahead of Manchester City? Even if it is, you know, bring him on for 20 minutes just to shake off the rustiness a little bit. There's nothing like match fitness. You can train all you want, but there's nothing like being out in a match. And I do agree with that. So, well, anyway, Mikel's Arteta's taking him anyway. So my uh, my sort of argument of maybe it's better to leave him at home, that's gone out the window anyway, because he's gone to France. And the fact he's gone to France now, it wouldn't surprise me if he does get sort of 20 minutes or so just to shake off the rustiness and get some minutes ahead of that game against um, City at the weekend. And Bakaya Saka as well, he's travelled. Um, Mikel saying yesterday to reporters, he's fine. He's much better. Obviously, he took a big knock, but he's recovered well and he trained today. It's great if he's available and we will make that call tomorrow. Now, we do know that Bakaya Saka, when he tends to be with the squad and he has travelled, of course, uh, he tends to play. He tends to start because it's Bakaya Saka and Mikel Arteta starts him all the time. And again, lots of you in the comments from yesterday's video saying, do not play Saka, rest him. He needs to be rested. He, Arsenal can play anyone against Lons. Um, and as much as I would like to see Saka given a little bit of a rest, in my mind, I'm still thinking this is a really crucial Champions League game. By all means, rest players once you've qualified from the group. But I don't think you can rest your best players in the Champions League. I really don't at this stage. I think Arsenal have got to make sure they qualify. They've got to avoid defeat in these away games. You need Bakaya Saka on the pitch. So for me, if he's fit or considered fit enough to start, for me, he has to start tonight, and I think he will. I'd be very surprised if he doesn't. There are other options, of course, but I just think if he, if they think he's fit enough to play, and the fact that he's gone over there, he trained yesterday, he's travelled with the squad, suggests to me that they think he's fit enough to play, I think I'd be very, very surprised if Bakaya Saka is not in that starting lineup today. But let me know, of course, what you guys think about all that by uh, replying to this video in the comments below if you're watching it on YouTube. Now, as you can see in front of you, if you again, if you're watching this on YouTube, you will see my predicted eleven for tonight's game. I don't. I I think he's going to go really, really strong. And anyway, I've seen, all, as I said, lots of you saying rest everyone, change it round, play the team that played against Brentford. I just cannot see that at all. You look at the team he played against PSV in the first game; it was really, really strong. I know Manchester City's coming up, but it's on Sunday. Tonight's Tuesday night. I just, you know, there's lots of time to recover. They're only in France. They're going to be back tonight. And they've got four days at London Colney. I just don't think he's going to rotate. I think he's going to go really, really strong. And I think he should go really, really strong. As I said, it's going to be a difficult night tonight. And Arsenal need to be at their best to try and get something from this game. So, yeah, I think this is the 11 he's going to go for. It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax. And think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. 
So Raya, I think, starts in goal. You know, I can't see Ramsdale coming in for it. Raya started against PSV. I think that'll be the same. The one change I've made from the back four that played at the weekend, I think Tommy Asu might come in. I wouldn't, you know, look, it wouldn't surprise me if Sinchenko plays, but um, I think Tommy Asu could well potentially get the nod at left back in this game just to give Zinchenko a little bit of a rest ahead again, ahead of Man City. We know the injury issues that he struggles with at times. And, you know, Tommy Asu has been playing very, very well recently when he's got an opportunity and it wouldn't surprise me. So I'm going Tommy Asu at left back. So White, Saliba, Gabriel and Tommy Asu. Then I'm just going Rice, Odegaard, Havertz. I was a bit, I was wondering maybe Vieira might come in for this one. But no, I think he's probably going to go Havertz. He started Havertz against PSV. I think he probably starts him again tonight. So Rice, Odegaard, Havertz. Then I'm going Saka. Trossard potentially to come back in on the left-hand side. Obviously, he didn't start. He didn't get any minutes against um, Bournemouth at the weekend, even though he was on the bench and he was fit after that injury issue he's had. So I think he might come back in on the left. And I'm going Gabriel Jesus as the central striker rather than Eddie in Ketia. So Raya, White, Saliba, Gabriel, Tomiasu, Rice, Odegaard, Haber, Saka, Trossard, Jesus. That is my predicted 11. Again, that's not the 11 that I think necessarily Arsenal should play or based on any information I have about team news or anything like that. It's just, a, it's just what I'm predicting Mikel Arteta might well do. Okay, there's a comment here from Scott. He says, I think we need to rotate tomorrow. A lot of lads leave minutes in their legs and some of the starting 11 are starting to feel it. You see it with Georgie's mistake in the Spuds game and Smith Rowe's miss on Saturday. They are playing more. It's easier for them to come into these games and find the rhythm. Say if Rice plays the full 90 tomorrow in his back, is that him again after the game? You don't want Georgie or Party, or party coming into the City game cold. I'd start Smith Rowe or Georgie and have Rice and Saka on the bench and maybe Kivy or Fazzini as well. The rest of the team, I'd leave the same. Yeah, as I said, I mean, look, I as you know, I think Arsenal should go strong today. I I just can't, I can't see him not playing Declan Rice. I'd be really in this a game that's going to be as difficult as this, and it is going to be difficult. You know, as I said, this is not going to be a pushover. I think you know Declan Rice has been signed to help Arsenal try and win the Champions League. I don't see him being left out unless he's got an issue with this back that you know flared up after the Bournemouth game. Unless he's been struggling with it again. I don't think I think he'll play. I'd be really, really surprised if he if he doesn't play. Um, you know, Jorginho's played 90 minutes recently against Brentford. He played it very, very well. He's still been coming on recently. I don't think he's necessarily cold. I don't think that was his mistake. That was why he made that mistake against Tottenham. I think he just had a bit of a brain freeze against Tottenham and didn't release the ball quick enough. I don't think that was because he was cold or anything like that, or he's not played enough. I just think it was a mistake that we've seen. And as well as yes, Smith Rowe missed those chances, the keeper did save them and I thought he was very bright when he came on as well. So I don't think necessarily, again, that he looks cold or anything like that. But um, but yeah, maybe, I mean, Kivior could be an option. I've gone for Tommy Asu at left back. Um, I think if I, he does make change, like I said, I think Zinchenko might well be one of them. But I, I can't see Declan Rice being a change for tonight. Uh, here's one from Darius. Hi, Charles. Hello from California, which, by the way, apparently takes Amazon until November the 14th to deliver your book when I ordered it a few weeks ago. I think that is because if you've ordered it from the American site, the release date for the book isn't until November. So I don't think it's the case that that's, it's going to be till then for them to deliver it to you. I think you've probably just ordered the American from the American site and the release date in America isn't until mid-November. So that's why it won't be till then. Uh, he said, as someone who only gets to games once in a blue moon, I was wondering this weekend how the fans' songs take root. The Kai Havertz one this weekend was brilliant. Any insight as to how they come would be great. Thanks and keep up the great show. Um, but the Kai Havertz one, I actually heard that for the first time during preseason. Or I, I didn't hear it. I saw a video of it over in the United States in the preseason tour, actually. I think it was. I saw some fans singing it. So it's been around a while. It just really took off at the Bournemouth game. Um, they always tend to, these sort of songs, take off in away games. And like I, I, the Havertz one, it's kind of like, it's, 
Saliba is just such a catchy tune, obviously. The, the away fans have seen it. They go through all the list of songs. You hear different ones. At the Emirates, it's very different. You hear the main songs, the ones that the majority know. But And so, you know, it's all the sort of classics, you know, the, the longer songs. The ones like Kai Havertz's song, you always tend to get those at the away games more because it's a real smaller group. They've all been un- downstairs, sort of underneath in the concourse, drinking and singing it in the pubs beforehand. And it just takes on their all. You always hear them more often at the away at the way end. That's where the songs tend to start for me is the away game and the away support. And then they sort of drift in and some of them become really big mainstream songs that you hear at the Emirates. Some of them don't. But yeah, if you go away, if you go to the away fan, when you say that you only go to a game once in a blue moon, if you went to away games, you'd hear lots more of these type of songs that just don't really ever make it to the sort of mainstream Emirates games. It's just very much an away fan thing. But look, I hope you, I hope the wait isn't too long for the book. And when it does arrive, Dara, you really, really enjoy it. Thanks very much for your question. Okay, so just moving on from tonight's game, a little bit of worrying news about Kieran Tierney. Now, he suffered an injury that we're not exactly sure yet how long this is going to keep him out for. But Raul Sociedad have announced it. They said Kieran Tierney suffered during yesterday's match an injury to his hamstring of his left thigh. Treatment through physiotherapy has begun. The return of his activities will be progressive, depending on the characteristics of the injury and the evolution of the symptoms. Now, that is a roughly translated from Spanish statement. But basically, he's got a very bad hamstring injury. There are suggestions that it's a really bad one that might need surgery. And I've seen suggestions that he could be out for three months. Now, I can't confirm that yet. If that is the case, that will be a massive, massive blow to Kieran Tierney, a massive blow to Arsenal as well, sort of hot on the heels of what's happened with Sambi Lekonga. Um, you know, I think we all know that if Tierney's loan spell went very, very well this season, the the very strong likelihood is that Arsenal will look to sell him in the summer. I don't think there's really a future for Kieran Tierney at Arsenal, and it's the same with Sambi Lekonga. They've been sent out for these loan spells, hopefully to get real minutes to put themselves in the spotlight and to really drive up a market for them next season. Arsenal wanted to sell Tierney this summer. They couldn't do it. No bids really came in. Well, no bids, as far as I'm aware, came in for Kieran Tierney. Newcastle were very, very interested, and the last minute they decided to look elsewhere. That left Arsenal sort of scrabbling around to try and find something else for Kieran Tierney, and Sociedad was the best option for him. Ideally, Arsenal would have liked to sell, but Sociedad couldn't afford that. So they've gone off. he's gone off there with the hope that if he can have a really good season, you know, for Tierney and for Arsenal, that potentially he could leave on a permanent basis next summer. Um, and he'd started really well, which is, it makes this even a re- you know such a big shame now, this injury. And hopefully it's not a really bad one. Hopefully it's not going to leave him out for three months and he can come back and he can start playing and get his uh, season back on track. Because like I said, it started really well for Sociedad. He made a big impact over there and was looking really, really good. And for Arsenal's point of view, that was so important because if you want to sell him next summer, he needs to have a good season. He needs to drive up you know, interest in him, not just from Sociedad, from elsewhere, so that when the summer does arrive next summer, there is a very strong market, a stronger market for Tierney than there was this summer, which led to Arsenal being un- unable to sell him. So fingers crossed he's not too bad. We'll keep an eye on that one. Anything more I hear on Kieran Tierney, I will, of course, uh, discuss it with you on this channel. All right, that's it from me, everyone. Thank you very much for watching or listening to today's episode. Do have a very good end to your Tuesday. And fingers crossed, if you're watching the game tonight, you enjoy the match. If you're heading over to France, if you're listening to this on the way to France, then enjoy it. Stay safe over there. Um, saw a bit of a message put out from some of the guys over there who's saying that some of them, there were some issues last night, late night over in Lons, and uh, some of the Lons ultras were sort of wandering around the the town looking for the Arsenal fans and going into pubs. So 
keep your wits about you if you are traveling over to France. And if not, if you're watching it from at home, then enjoy the game, everyone. I'll be back tomorrow, hopefully, to dissect what has been a very good Arsenal victory. Speak to you soon. Have a very good day. Thank you.